Welcome to the Love Lab podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single or couple, this is the show for you because, well, sex matters. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy. All right. Welcome back to the Love Lab podcast. This is episode 66 and it's titled, Do Big Age Differences in Relationships Matter? And uh, we're kind of excited to talk about this one. Um, one, because it's something that comes up actually somewhat regularly in working with clients. In fact, you're actually working with uh, uh, some clients right now who have a big age difference. And then the other thing is, is because we've personally experienced what it's like to be in relationships with big age differences. And we have several couples, or at least had several couples, uh, of, that were personal friends of ours who had big age differences also. So we've got a lot to share on this subject. Yeah, so I want to put some numbers when we say, hey, what's a big age difference? Because it's all relative, right? For some, it's like, oh my God, a three-year gap is gigantic. And um, for me, the relationships, I was um, for over 10 years in a much older relationship, two much older relationship. One was 31 age difference and the other one was 30 years. Uh, so that's definitely really big. Um, and then in full transparency, we do have nine years of age difference. I'm the younger one. No, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you're right, I'm not. <laughs> Even though to us, it seems like laughing and especially like, after the uh, 30 plus years age difference, I was like, nine years, oh, it's a breeze, nothing, it's like the same age, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and when we get to the end, near the end of the episode where we talk about tips, we'll explain a little bit more as to why that, that nine year difference between us doesn't really matter at uh-huh. all. But, yeah. So today we're going to share with you some of the myths. We are going to share with you some of the challenges, the advantages, um, some studies, and of course our tips to make it work. But before we dive into all of those, let's uh, give a big shout out to our sponsor, Power and Mastery. So this episode is brought to you by Power and Mastery, the most complete sexual training for men to develop your stamina, boost your confidence, and enhance your sexual abilities. Uh, check out Power and Mastery at powerandmastery.com if you are ready to seriously change your sex life. Trust us, you'll be super happy you did. powerandmastery.com Yes, great programs, they really are. Okay, so, you know, the first thing I wanted to talk about when it comes to age differences is that your age difference means different things at different times of your life. In other words, and we, we were talking about this when we were prepping the show, is like, you know, the difference between, uh, say, 20 and 40 is a lot different than, say, you know, uh, 40 and 50 or what. Like, the point is, is that when you're really young mm-hmm. and and you're with somebody who's significantly older, you're in very different stages of your life, and that age difference can really show up big. But as you get older and uh, you mature, that age difference really shrinks. Like, it really does shrink. And And then it kind of reverses, because for some, if their half declines too, then it can also, again, become a big gap if one is still feeling really um, young and healthy and the other one is older. Exactly. So it changes depending on where you are in your life. So that's that's kind of an important point to bring up, right, when Mm -hmm. we're talking about age gaps, because we might say something where somebody who's in an age gap where they're very young, they're just starting out in life with somebody who's already established and older, they might go, well, 
that's bullshit because I experience, right? Or mm-hmm. somebody in the middle will go, oh, that's bullshit. That doesn't happen because we don't have that, you know? So just realize that some of the things that we're going to say that are uh, maybe disadvantages or even advantages are disadvantages or advantages based on sort of where you are in your period of life. Yes, yes. And I think to be clear, in age differences here, um, I'm seeing anything above 10 as bigger age difference or 10, 15 and above 10, 15, 20, 30, you know, because I think honestly below 10, it's not that much of a big gap. Of course, unless you're like 18 and 25 or 18 and 28 and like, yes, that's a little bit bigger. Like we said, different phases of life. But that was just to put some numbers. Again, it's all relative. What does it mean to you? And if to you five years is huge, then just go with it. Yeah, and actually when we get into the studies too, that's what most of the studies define as being a big age gap is 10 plus years. Whew, we're just under. Yes. That means that we really have nothing. This is good. <laughs> All right, so I'm super excited because I want to dive into the myths. And um, I was like, okay, what do people think? So because I was the younger one, uh, so I was 23 and my partner was 53 going on 54, you know. Um, so people always had the question is like, it's he's either one of the myths is he has money or he has a big cock. That's the only reason why a young woman would want to be with an older man. And you know, we've all heard that stereotype mm-hmm. many, many times. It's actually quite pervasive. So the question is, is that true? No. <laughs> well, was, there you have it. It wasn't small either. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening and you know who you are, we're not saying you had a small penis. <laughs> One of the other myths too is that he, if and here we're looking at, again, the younger woman and older man, he wants the beauty and youth. And that's one that I really wanted to talk about because... There is definitely an idea like, you know, he left me for a younger one because he wanted that. And I try to explain to women that oftentimes the men, it's not so much that they are after the beauty and youth. And I mean, who isn't? I mean, let's be honest. When you see a beautiful young body, whether it's male or female, there is something very unique about that stage of our life. But it passes for us all, you know. Um, but oftentimes what the men are looking for is radiance. And radiance is not associated with your chronological age. It's a, it's a youthfulness that's not youth per se. It's that energy. And there's also something that sometimes men would love to have in a woman, and they find this more easily into a younger woman than an older woman, is somebody who's willing to listen to them. And not just gastric them at everything and be like, no, or bitching and complaining and moaning. Or challenge everything mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So here we're talking more about dynamics, about polarity. And sometimes it's associated with a chronological age, but it doesn't have to be. So I really think that this myth comes from that idea that it, it's, it's, not, it's not an age thing. It's an energy thing and it's a behavior more than anything else. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've all seen, and this goes both ways for men and women, but from my point of view, like I've definitely seen older women who were quite old, but you look at them and you're like, wow, like there's something, there's something about them. Like 
yeah, you can tell that they're older. Maybe they, if their hair's a little gray or they're great, but there's something, there's an energy, there's a, there's a... It's palpable. It's a radiance. It's a radiance. Yeah, really exactly. Is. That that exists. And you're like, you, you know, when you see that, especially if you're, let's say you're a woman and you see that, or if I'm a guy and I see an older guy who's who's quite a bit older than me, but is, you know, fit and like healthy and vibrant, you go, yeah, I want um. I want to be that <laughs> when I'm that age, you know, right? And, and it's possible because mm-hmm. we see those examples. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, another myth is that she wants the power. She's only after the social status. And there's also a reframe here. So yes, sometimes that could be the case, but the other time it's a maturity. It's a stability, an emotional stability and maturity that an older person has. And it could be linked with a social status and power too, because it kind of comes hand in hand, but it doesn't have to go together. Yeah. And you know... If you're a younger listener, like considerably younger, th- this is something that that guys maybe in their you know early twenties or so uh, actually talk about amongst themselves, which is that their dating pool is a little bit shrunk because the women who are the same age as them are dating guys who are thirty. Mm. You know, they're like, okay, right? And this is something I remember when I was younger too, and. And what you realize is, is what the women really are seeking is that maturity. And so step your game up. Exactly. So, <laughs> so if you're like, if you're like 20, 21, and like most of the girls around your age are dating older men, actually look at yourself and see why that is, right? Because most likely you're not presenting the level of maturity that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last myth that we came up with is kind of one of my most favorite because again, having been in older, younger relationship, I really have been exposed to all of that. Uh, if you are with somebody who's older, you must have a daddy or a mommy issue, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because to me, and yes, I've seen it in some relationships. In my case, it's never been the case. I have a great relationships with my dad. I love my dad. And I have nothing like I wasn't seeking a dad per se. Uh, I have a dad who's present, whom I love. And it's like, no, it had nothing to do with that. Uh, so these are like some of the myths, I think, so that people can feel more comfortable with their own discomfort. <laughs> yes. So. And, oh, and there's one last thing I wanted to add is there is a prejudice, too, that it's more so socially acceptable to have an older man with a younger woman than the opposite. Like, I think there's... Um, a badge of honor of like, oh, look at him. He's got this really young trophy wife per se. And again, that's like a prejudice that I'm putting there, you know, but like if you're a younger man with an older woman, it's like, what's wrong with you? You could date a hot chick and you're having this older woman. And I'm like, yeah, maybe because she makes love like a goddess and Mm -hmm. maybe because she's not putting you down, but she's building you up like so many different things. Um, But I do have to say that it is definitely not equal in terms of being an older man with a younger woman is much more received like more more well received than the opposite yeah and and we do see examples of both i mean I, personally i think celebrities are about the worst example of anything <laughs> to ever use <laughs> but having said that uh, there are actually some uh, well-known examples of uh, much older celebrities dating much younger men much older uh, female celebrities who are dating much younger men so um, it's out there Yeah, just look for them. They are good role models if that's you and you need that. 
All right, Kevin, are you going to take us into the challenges here? Yes. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's take us into some of the challenges. And we, we want to cover challenges first, and that way we can go into the advantages and then the tips, and we'll always end on a positive note. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, but... All of that said, right, we did a lot of sort of explaining in the beginning that it's totally possible and it's totally normal and all this stuff, and all of that is true. And there is the reality that in certain situations, there can be some challenges as a result of Mm -hmm. big age differences. Um, So you already talked about social disapproval. Yeah, and I want to add to social disapproval something that I learned uh, from being in an older, younger relationship where how you feel affects how others perceive you. So if you have within yourself a even a tiny, tiny little bit of doubt or or incongruency or like, oh, wow, like... Embarrassment. Embarrassment. Embarrassment is huge. Um, people will feel it. People will reflect that back to you. And it's funny you chose the word embarrassment because... Uh, my husband, so the first man that I married was 31 years older, and he definitely had that in social at the beginning. Like, he would not always introduce me as his wife. And then at some point, I was like, dude, you know, if we're together, now we're just going to make this and make it, like, official. You married me, like, just own it now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so what I've noticed, too, it was for myself, once I became okay with that, that, yeah, uh, the man I was with wasn't this young stud and it was okay for me. It didn't bother me anymore how others, what others said, basically. Yeah, and so the disadvantage is, disadvantage is that some people will disapprove. Well, yes. And who cares? Exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, if you <laughs> so, live your life based on whatever think, yeah. I mean, you won't go anywhere because there's always going to be somebody who's going to hate you and somebody who's going to cheer you. Yeah. All right. The next one is a little bit uh, more challenging at times, which is being able to keep up physically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this sort of depends on the two people that are in the relationship, right? But if the younger person tends to be more physically active and wants to sort of push the limits and go out and do things, go for long hikes or, mm-hmm. you know, they're super into working out and training and that sort of thing. And, and the person who's older can't keep up, that can be a challenge because, you know then the person who always wants to go do things is like, well, you can't come with me, but I'm going to go do them anyway, right? And so this can be tricky, especially as you get, as both of you get older Mm -hmm. in years. Yeah, I mean, actually, one of the most likely scenario is that oftentimes the person will stop being as active and they kind of like find a middle ground. The younger person. Yes, and uh, which is also not that good because ideally you should be active when you're younger, um, and even in your older times. Uh, but yes, there is definitely this this physical challenge. And you see it when you go uphill, you know, like uh, you go uphill and you're like talking and going fast and they're like, slow down. They can't talk. And they're like, <sighs> like going to the top. I mean, that's the reality when life catches up with you and you're like, oh, yeah, we've got an age difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Another one is is really about the different phases and stages of life. And this is real. And it's a big one that I wanted to talk about as one of the challenges because I experienced it. So when I was in this relationship, we got married, I was 23 and he was um, 53, 54. And he already had had kids and 
you know, had established himself and a lot of different things there. And and when you are in your early 20s, I wanted to travel. I wanted to see the States. I wanted to see the world. You know, I had already been traveling a lot. And he wasn't that much in that phase of his life, which makes total sense. He already had built his life, had a home, I mean, so many things. And to him, it was more about settling. Our relationship lasted five years. And during those five years, I held back a lot in terms of what I wanted to do. And he kept saying, yes, we'll do this and we'll do that. But in reality, he wasn't really in that phase of his life. And that's ultimately why our relationship didn't continue. And I always say that I had a really good relationship, but I wanted great. And I knew there was something better. And I know now, you know, <laughs> that there was definitely better. Um, but that that's, you have to be honest, you know, if you are in a different time of your life, you know, you have to either be okay with not doing those things at all in your life, or there might be a time where you go for them. And that means that you're, your path separate. Yeah, and, and the different phases can mean a lot of different things. Mm -hmm. For instance, uh, we know another couple that uh, we were friends with who actually aren't a couple anymore. But, you know, he was much older. She was much younger. She was in the phase of her life where she really wanted to go out and party a lot. She wanted mm -hmm. to go out and spend time with friends. She wanted to travel. She really wanted to explore open relationships and the, like... The world was her oyster, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it was like this big, wide world with all these things to experience and all these things to try and do. And he, on the other hand, was really wanting to slow down, settle down. Mm -hmm. uh, he was established in his home. He wanted to nest more and take things a little slower in life. Mm -hmm. And she just wanted to explode like a giant bomb, you know. <laughs> and ultimately, that's, uh, at least from what we know, uh, one of the major contributors to them not being together anymore. They mm -hmm. were just in very different phases of mm -hmm. life. And then there's the reality of, well, some people call it the biological clock and she might be taking her sweet time. Do I want to be a mother? Do I want children? I have time. And if he's the one who's older, he might be like, yeah, my time for being a dad, even if you can conceive. If you become a dad in your 60s or late 50s, I mean, you're like 80 by the time your kid goes to college. Yeah. And, and you know, there are plenty of dads that are that old because there's a lot of people who don't really think about the consequences mm -hmm. of it. But there are realities, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it doesn't matter that we can physically do it as far as like, you know, we still got sperm that are moving. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there are realities about, you know... Uh, are you going to be able to uh, pay for the kid's college when you're already retired and on a fixed income? Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to have the energy to keep up and give the kid the attention that they need? Are you even still going to be physically alive when the child, you know, I mean, child, right? So, you know, they might be already, you know, 17, 18 mm -hmm. or whatever, but, but disappearing because you're dead, when they're still that young, mm -hmm. that can have a pretty pretty big effect on mm -hmm. uh, kids. And we, we've seen it actually quite a few times. Mm -hmm. uh, even in my own family, I've seen that scenario play out. So uh, these are things that you really need to think about. Absolutely. Another one to, that comes as a challenge, and it comes to with just the age difference, are half challenges. And it's true, you know, our bodies do wear out and you can do the best to keep everything moving, but you'll see that 
you're a little slower or the joints need to be a little bit more warmed up and lubricated before they feel good, you know, or like your teeth, your teeth, like you reach 60 and then it's like, yeah, obviously, you know, they're old and depending on the diet that you've had and stuff like that. I mean, there are so many little things and you know, health challenges and money issues, I think, are some of the biggest stresses on relationship. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you and then I think we're going to tie the next one, which is the differences in the sex drive, because with health challenges comes like libido, like ups and downs. And imagine the younger one might be like, yes, I want to do it in every position, everywhere, anytime. And the older one might be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> That's true. (laughs) The older one might be like, yeah, I need a warm up or I need a prep time to get there or like there's, I need to pop a pill or get a pump or like so many different things. Or sometimes it's like, again, we just had sex five days ago. Yeah. You know, the other person's like, that was five fucking days ago. That was like an eternity ago. (laughs) (laughs) So I think like these are, you know, different challenging challenges too and maybe one of the biggest one is that which we briefly mentioned was around planning for the future and you have to be so realistic you know like for me seeing that I didn't know how long the person I was with was going to to live and granted he wasn't that old but after that I had another older younger relationship too uh, which had some health challenges on his part And it helped me actually love better, love more, because I was more aware of the mortality. And I know that when we are in the same age or close to the same age uh, relationships, we kind of think we are invincible and we're going to live forever. And nobody does. And the thing is, when you are having a bigger difference in the age, it forces you to be honest with some of these things. And I think we'll talk more about that a little bit later. But I think it can show up as a big challenge because in our society, we're very afraid of death. We're very afraid of things ending and shifting and changing. And honestly, having a big gap will force you to look at those things. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of addressed that challenge in a way that sort of made it a uh, an advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Which is that you loved more fully because you never knew how much time you were going to mm-hmm. have, especially when he was experiencing some health challenges. Mm-hmm. On the disadvantage side of that, um, and you can speak more to this, but I know there are certain future plans that you didn't actually make mm-hmm. because you knew you sort of couldn't. Yeah, you know, like in our relationship, we talk about the future, we imagine ourselves older, what it would be like to be either retired or some of the plans that we have. And I noticed that that created a depth of intimacy that I never experienced in the 10 years that I was in older relationship, because honestly, you don't, you don't grow old together when you have 30 or 31 years age difference. You grow old sometime, but not together to, to the end. And that's a big thing. That's a big difference. Sometimes you, it might prevent you from going all the way in because there are things you can't experience. You can also come to full um, acceptance where you go like, this is how things are and I'm okay with that and that's fine. Or you could fight it, but you have to be honest with that. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so we covered all the things that could <sighs> be potential 
disadvantages. Let's talk about some of the advantages of having an age difference. Uh Because there are some, right? There definitely are some. So the first one that we put down on the list is the freedom to follow your heart and not worry about what other people think. And so (laughs) that's one way to say it. The other is love doesn't know any age, right? Mm. Love is love. And to be able to just follow your heart and love who you love and not get too heady about, well, there's this much of an age difference. And so that calculates to this. And then at age this will be like, (laughs) without overthinking it too much, like love who you love, you know? Yeah. And there's so much freedom about that. And going against the grain, you know, the rebel in me really enjoyed that. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to piss off your parents, just get somebody who's way, older than you or them because <laughs> it did happen for me <laughs> well they weren't way older than them no, but, they but were... just a few years yeah, yeah. you know that's a little weird <laughs> okay another thing that's a really cool benefit is that you do benefit from the years of wisdom and experience of the older person and yes. i think that you know i've always considered myself being more mature than my chronological age and i think that's why i've always been attracted towards older people even just with my circle of friends i always had at least five six years older um, uh, friends and my age. And one of the things that I notice that I like to do a lot is I pay attention and I listen to people. And I'm like, well, here's a life lesson they learned. Hey, I don't have to go through this to learn it. I could just take the lesson from them without having the shitty experience. And it's kind of a shortcut through life. And it helped me a lot. And if you can see it as that and be like, hey, what's the wisdom that you can bring? What's what's the experience? Because even if they even if you like having the same wisdom, they have more years on the earth. And with more years on the earth, it does create more experience. That's that's the bottom line of that, you know. It really is. And actually in, in our society, it's really quite sad we just kind of throw old people away mm. we just do oh, they're the old model it's like last year's model of anything right it's like mm-hmm. oh last year's computer last year's car whatever the old one's no good anymore we got to go with the younger flashier whatever one mm-hmm. and what's really missed in that is all of the knowledge and experience And that's honestly part of why we keep repeating the same problems over and over and over again, because we're not learning from the past, right? Mm -hmm. So that's just a little aside on uh, (laughs) society in general. But but yeah, that's a real advantage is, is that somebody who's older will typically be Hopefully, not always, but <laughs> hopefully be more mature, more emotionally mature mm-hmm. and hopefully have learned better communication skills. There's a lot of stuff there that they could impart to you. And the patience part too, oh, I think. Patience. Is, is, yeah. I, even, even for myself, I see that I already have more patience than in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a little bit more to go. that's one of the things you say to me a lot is like uh, boy you've really taught me patience (laughs) yeah absolutely and here's the funny thing about that is i never considered myself to be a particularly patient person (laughs) but as i get older i do become more patient and now since we have a little bit of an age difference like i'm already at a point where i'm more patient and so now you're like oh yeah i should i should be more patient (laughs) (laughs) one of the other advantages can be also that there's less jealousy and it's, it can be, it always depends on people's maturity, but also that the love is based on, on more than just beauty, you for physical appearances. And there's something to be said when you look at the person you've chosen to love and they will have signs of an aging body that you don't have, but you can still see beauty. You can still feel attraction and it's not based just on the looks. It has a 
another depth to it. It definitely is a different kind of love. Yeah. And that's big because we're all going to get old at some point, yeah. right? So if your relationship <laughs> is based purely on looks, that relationship doesn't have a lot of stamina. That is correct. So we were curious about science and, you know, granted, there's not too many studies that have been done. Some of them are a little bit older, like 10 years older, like it was 2008, some of those. Uh, so things can have changed, but they brought up some good points. Yeah. And also one thing to realize is that Eastern versus Western society are very different. There are many places around the world where a huge age gap is absolutely the norm, yeah. where in the Western world, it's a little bit less. Um, actually, in terms of um, in terms of across Western countries, there's about eight percent of all married heterosexual couples that uh, can be classified as having a large age gap, like ten years or more. Only eight percent, and I think it's much higher in other ones. Um, okay, so there was something else that was really interesting because I talked about the heterosexuals here, and there was something that also there was some evidence to show that on same-sex couples there's a higher rates in terms of age gap. And what it showed is that in male-to-male -male relationship, there was a 25% chance of a big age gap and 15 on female-female relationships. Yeah, I found this very interesting. This is not something that we were thinking about in any way when we were prepping for this. It, we just came across it in the mm -hmm. research. And so I don't have an explanation for why that is. I, I'd be curious to know if there's if there's uh, anybody in the community that has feedback for <laughs> us on that. I'd be really interested to know. If you know, email us. <laughs> but, but when we found that fact, I started thinking about... Um, because I, I do know a lot of same-sex people. And I started thinking about it. And I realized suddenly in that moment that, yeah, I actually do. I can think of quite a few examples of, especially in male-to-male -male more mm -hmm. so. Um, I've known quite a few gay couples where one man was significantly older mm -hmm. than the other. Not even like 10 years, like sometimes 20 years. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, and I realized, oh, wow, yeah, that, that is actually somewhat common. And 25%, that's, that's three times uh, as many as in heterosexual mm -hmm. relationships. So that's, that's a pretty big difference. Don't necessarily know why, but it's an interesting stat that we came across. Okay, so something that many people assume is that the age gap couples fare poorly in, in when it comes to relationship outcomes. They go like, yeah, it's not meant to last. And, you know, obviously... My relationship only lasted five years and then another five for the other ones. So, yeah, it's not that long. Um, but some studies found that the relationship satisf satisfaction reported by age gap couples is higher. These couples also seem to report greater trust and commitment and lower jealousy than similar age couples. And over three quarters of couples where younger women are partnered with older men report satisfying romantic relationships. And I think that the reasons for that are all of those advantages that we just talked about. The, yes. The, the increase in maturity, the experience, like all those things that we've covered already, I think are largely responsible for that. And I think that as you get older, it's easier to put your partner's needs first before yours. And you've already built your kingdom as a guy. And you're like, yes, you're finding your queen. And you're like, now I can make time for her. I'm willing to be more emotional because I've learned that it's okay as a man to be emotional. So all of these things are actually sexy to us. So it doesn't mean you have to wait until you're 50 or 60 to get there. You could get there sooner, but sometimes it takes a little bit longer. 
Um, and then actually studies also, one last study that we found that um, studies have shown that women are happier with older male partners than the other way around. Yeah, that was interesting. You know, and I would throw out there also, because one of the things that we saw when, when researching this is uh, the question then becomes, well, what is the right age gap, <laughs> right? So what is a good age gap? Mm-hmm. Well, there's been very few studies done on this. And almost every article that we found talking about this subject, they were all referencing the same one study that mm-hmm. was done. Mm-hmm. So obviously there hasn't been a whole lot of uh, you know, uh, research on this. But they say about one year. Yeah. Which I kind of laughed at. And not just because we have an age difference. But when I look around our own social circle... Mm-hmm. Some of the most successful relationships in that social circle. They have nine years like us. Yeah, they, they, they have anywhere from like a six to a mm-hmm. nine year age gap. With him being older. And, and, and everyone, yep, mm-hmm. he's older. Now, granted, our own social circle isn't necessarily representative of the entire <laughs> world. We understand that. But I just thought that was very interesting because mm-hmm. when I'm reading all, all these articles and they're saying one year, one year, one year, one and a half years, you know, ooh, <laughs> you know, I look around at, at the people that I know and some of the most successful uh, relationships are the ones that have that bigger age gap. Mm-hmm. It always, as always, it depends on the individuals. They are these are just stats, and 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 there are conflicting results too. So you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, we wanted to share those with you, and let's dive into the tips on how to make it work. So let's say you've decided to have a big age difference relationship, and you're like, okay, because they come with their own sets of challenges as we talked it through. And I think one of the most important thing is to surround yourself with positive people, people who support your relationship, people who are totally fine with it. Because if you constantly have to uh, fight against them or prove that your relationship is worth worth investing in and being in, it's tiring and you don't want to spend your time doing that. So number one is support yourself, uh, surround yourself with supportive people and look for role models. Look for people who are doing what you are doing, not who you are doing, unless you're in an open relationship. (laughs) (laughs) But who are doing uh, that which you're trying to accomplish. Because again, positive role models will will impact you. Totally. And then, you know, next on the list is to have honest communication. And this is really big because we talked about some of these things about, you know, making plans for the future and and being super honest about what it is you want in life, Mm -hmm. right? Because you might be in different phases and you got to be really honest. Hey, I'm in the phase where I want to go out and party and have sex with a million people. And the other person's like, nah, I'm in the phase where I just want to nest and be with one monogamous person, Mm -hmm. right? You have to have those kinds of conversations and you have to be really honest. honest. And that's, that's where a lot of these relationships get into trouble is they want, it to, they want to make it work so badly uh-huh. that they're not truly 100% honest. They go, well, yeah, I'm, I'm totally fine being in a monogamous relationship. And inside what's really like it's screaming back here somewhere going, I really just want to be like gang fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, and we've seen this. We personally witnessed this with mm-hmm. couples we know. So mm-hmm. you've got to have really honest communication. And that leads to talking about your fears and talk about death. And I know that it's hard, but it has to be acknowledged. It has to be acknowledged that you're afraid. What's going to happen when you're gone? Because honestly, if you have a 30 years age gap, you don't want to die together. 
unless you're really happy having a short life. But I've always seen these, this relationship with my husband as that I would have another relationship, whether it ended or whether it ended by death or a choice, because I knew that there was going to be another phase of my life at some point. This could only have a lim- it had an expiration date. It, it sure did. And if you can talk about this and not pretend it doesn't exist, it actually creates so much intimacy and no, so much more depth for your relationship. And then, you know, in talking about your needs, like Kevin was talking about being in different phases of life, communicate about what they are and be open to creative solutions. Because again, monogamy is not the only way. You don't have to be sexual with other people, but maybe you can be sensual. Or maybe it's okay that you go on a weekend alone, like like find ways that you keep your hobbies or something that doesn't involve your partner. Like have that. Yeah, absolutely. And and let's say you're the one that wants to go do ultra marathons and your mm-hmm. partner's, you know, just not physically capable. You have to agree that okay, you're going to be training x amount of time mm-hmm. and you might have this training partner or maybe the, you know one person uh, isn't functioning sexually, you know, the way they mm-hmm. used to. Well, you have to communicate, hey, I have these needs, you can't meet these needs. What can we do about mm-hmm. it? So then you have to be really clear. Again, we've talked about that, but whether you're having children and what it means for the younger one and the older one, because you have to imagine that it could be a scenario too where the older person might need some care and you might end up changing two diapers. And that might not be what you wanted to sign up for, you know, and I'm, I'm being a little bit like this is a crazy scenario, but it's not that crazy with certain age gap and realize what it really means. Like you have to be clear. Um, one of my friends had older parents and she didn't like that. She felt like she had been raised more by her sister rather than her parents. She said that they never wanted to go skiing and do all these fun things with me because, of course, they were like already in their late 60s. And she she suffered from that. I know other people who enjoyed it because their parents were able to give them more attention and time. So again, it's a very different for everyone, but you have to be very clear about having children, what it looks like, who's raising how, what's the whole plan. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> this is, this could be a topic for a whole nother show, but one of the things that I notice is that most people have children for their sort of what I would call selfish reasons. In other words, they think about all the benefits for themselves. Mm-hmm. And they never think about the impact that it'll actually have on the kids. And in a scenario like this, you really have to think about what will it be like for a 15-year-old kid to have a 65-year-old dad? That's not too bad. It'd be worse if, uh, let's say, you are at 60 or 65, so that would bring you at 70 or 80 when you're when the kid is 15. That's yeah, even that, worse, that, in my but, opinion. But even even the scenario yeah. I just give, how, yeah. how many 65-year-olds are going to take the kid skiing? Yeah, no, that's true. I, I get it. And that's about the age my parents are getting close to that in a year or two. Um, and I'm 36. I'm not 15. And I'm, I already see the difference. So it, I can imagine when I had so much energy and I was like, ah! Exactly. And so <laughs> you, you got to think about those things. You got to think about life insurance, right? You got to... F- and, and, you know, because these are all part of your details and stuff and setting yourself up so, for success. And really, you know, age gap relationships are not that different from other regular, like, same age relationships, right? But remember, too, that your mental age is more important than your chronological age. So you want to stay young in your mind. Yeah, and actually, when we were, when we were prepping for this episode, 
I kind of looked at Selena and there was something I wanted to express, but I wanted to be really careful the way I said it because I didn't want her to take it the wrong way. (laughs) But I said, yes, okay, so we have an age difference. And I said, but when I look at us or when I look at pictures of the two of us, I don't see or feel that age difference. And I didn't want her to be like, you mean I look old? You mean I look nine years old? (laughs) No, it wasn't about that at all. It was, that's that's the the energy Mm -hmm. between us, right? Like, so... Uh, yeah, it's that energetic quality. It's that, that like we're both young, vibrant people, regardless of whatever our physical age mm-hmm. is. And so when people see us together, they don't nest, they don't usually see it either. They're like, no. "Wait, what? Really?" Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's just because of who we are as people, not how old we are. Mm-hmm. And then you know, ignore the haters and show up for each other with love. Mm-hmm. That's really all that matters in yeah. the end. Haters are always gonna hate. Nothing you can do about that. No. If, uh, if you're on Facebook, you know what, we're, what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then love. Love, you can make miracles with love. Absolutely. And just focus on that and be grateful for the relationship, the ability to experience love and create that no matter how long it lasts. Just have the love. Let your heart be open. Mm-hmm. And as the Beatles once said, all you need is love. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's all the time we have for this episode. And we will see you next week. We hope you liked this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoyed this show, leave a comment and share it with your friends. And if you want more, we have an entire digital library with the best sex tips and relationship advice at CelineRemy.com. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y.com. So join us in the sex vault to continue this adventure. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing.